Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an independent record label. And thank you so much for joining uh, and listening in and all the support that we've had, the reviews on iTunes and the star rating on Spotify. Thank you so much. Today, we're launching a brand new series called Artists on Labels. Now, let me explain. It's not entirely brand new. This was a series that was exclusive to our Patreon about a year and a half ago. And it was so successful, people really liked doing it. Um, I was, you know, there were some of the episodes I felt like, boy, I wish the the main audience um, could hear these as well. And so I've recorded some new artists on labels series um, episodes with some incredible artists, including today's episode, which was actually previously released to our patrons. And it's with the artist um, Victoria Vark. Now, uh, Victoria, or also known as Victoria, um, released uh, her album, The Parts I Dread, on Get Better Records back in April. So this episode was recorded maybe about six to 10 months ago. Um, but I've edited out some of the things that maybe weren't relevant to today. Um, but we talk a lot about the artist perspective of finding a record label, what they were looking for um, in finding a record label, how they submitted to a record label, their expectations for the release, lots of really cool insights. And that's the whole goal of this series is for us as record labels to hear from artists. I think that's what's unique about Artists on Labels, the series, is that we can kind of step away from the music industry and step away from our little bubble of record label owners and hear from artists and talk to artists and ask artists questions that are um, relevant to us and, and just a kind of a different perspective. That's what I like about it. And I think you'll find this interview really enlightening, really helpful. It's such a great story. And I think it's so relevant to all of us uh, smaller labels. Of course, you can check out um, Get Better Records that we've had on the show by going to getbetterrecords.com and the artist Victoria Vark by going to Victoria Vark, which is just Victoria Park with the first letter switched around, but Victoria Vark bandcamp.com like i find it very helpful for record labels to kind of step out of their echo chamber for a second and hear from artists perspectives about labels a little bit and whatnot i remember we were chatting i think a couple of months ago or maybe a year ago or years ago i don't remember but um you were searching for a, a record label was that right Yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember emailing you because I was just a fan of the podcast and um, just wanted to like reach out because, you know, you always say like, feel free to reach yeah. out. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool to like be doing this now. Yeah. Oh, no. That's awesome. And I, what were you, take me back to that time. Uh, and first of all, I'm curious why you were listening to a podcast about record labels as an indie artist. Like what I'm actually, we have tons of indie artists who listen and uh, I, I'm, I'm just curious as to, I would never think to, to do that. I would look for podcasts about DIY musicians. Yeah. Um, so in college, I actually was doing quite a few music industry internships. So I interned at ATO and mom and pop, um, and Terrorbird in my last year oh, of college. Cool. Yeah. So like kind of over time, 
and I went to like a tiny liberal arts school with like no music business program. It became something that I was increasingly interested in, um, kind of in not only like making my own career easier. And so I fully understand kind of what I'm getting myself into, like how to, what something that would work for me look like, like what Mm -hmm. that would, Mm -hmm. what I would want, because I feel a lot of the time, if you're not actively studying about it, there's a lot of details and jargon that can be really easy to not completely understand. And then that can catch up to you like 20 years later. And then you're like, oh, wait, I didn't want to make that decision, actually. (laughs) So I really wanted to avoid that like as much as possible. That's pretty... Um, Sorry to interrupt you. That's pretty wise of you because a lot of artists kind of like being naive and sort of like to be ignorant about the process to kind of protect their creativity or their, you know, artistry. So, but I think that's really smart for you to kind of say, no, actually, I want to learn this stuff. Yeah, it's, um, I, I don't know. I kind of started my solo project too, because I wanted to like have more control, more say about kind of what the project would turn into in previous bands where I was like Mm -hmm. just playing bass. um, I kind of ended up like being the one that would book the shows and like run the social media pages anyway. So kind of like already having this, like, I don't know, this business oriented like mindset or like an aspect to it, because there's so many good musicians I know that like just don't market themselves or don't want to market themselves. And I think it's like at the detriment of their own like potential. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. I a hundred percent agree. Um, before we go on, I was just thinking about this today and I actually mentioned this to you when we were emailing years ago about your name, Victoria Park and how like literally a stone's throw from here is an actual Victoria Park. It just messes with my brain so much because I drive by it every day. Um, and in Canada, actually it's more common because Victoria is the queen mother or whatever. So anyway, it's just, it's so funny. I drive by Victoria park every day, um, which by the way, cause uh, I was Googling it today. And of course all these Google maps things came up, but it was very, it was kind of interesting for you to go with Victoria Vark, which is funny because when you Google that, it's only you that shows up. So smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually how I ended up with that name, like for my solo project, because yeah, if I were to use my actual name, it just like the SEO would be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's like other people who are famous with that name on top of the actual geographic location. So yeah. I was like, I want to create a space that's just like only me. Yeah. And then, yeah. I, that is, I mean, I've actually talked about that on some on material and stuff, but like, I, I think a lot about SEO and, and anybody should really, because that's what somebody wants to check out a band. They're just going to search for the words, you know? And so you want to get found because it all kind of boils down to, you want your music heard, right? You want more people to experience your music. And there are things like you having a like Victoria Park, not everybody would have a Victoria Park, but just those two words would bring up so many type of types of results. But uh, Victoria Park wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like those little things. Like in I don't know that I feel like are some people think about him and some people don't. And I think like you know if it's not something you 
are interested in or care about and you just want to make the music, I think that's great too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, but I mean, it's like, to me, for what you're doing, it's a means to an end. It's taking care of this means that you get to do more music and thinking about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's really cool. What made you, so let's go back to when we were talking about looking for a label and what made you want a label or think that you wanted a label as an independent artist? Yeah, this is really interesting because I think there's kind of been a development in between like when I sent that email and kind of when I was label shopping Mm -hmm. to kind of where I am now and kind of like seeing the bigger picture. And I think at first I just wanted to like have someone make some tapes, like just Mm -hmm. help me do a rollout because I'd never done one before with this like debut record. And then I tweeted just because like some labels follow me and just like to see, just put out some feelers. Yeah. Um, and I, that's when get better records like reached out. Cause we'd been like mutuals there wow. for a while. Um, I sent them like a few demos I had, we kept in touch. I sent them the full mix and then we had a, another conversation about kind of what something would look like. And then, yeah, ended up signing with them. And now it's like, we're doing vinyl and there's going to be, international distribution like it's much (laughs) larger scale than I could have imagined like and kind of weird for me too as like an artist who is kind of small like you know relatively to kind of the the scale that things are moving in wow um but it's it's been really just so incredible and I'm just really fortunate that like they were really just interested in working with me in the music and um they have just like fostered such a beautiful and wonderful and kind community around the label. Um, So it feels really, really special to be part of. That's so awesome to hear. And I have some questions about the word community in a little bit, but um, I think you're giving a lot of really bad advice to indie artists to just tweet somebody sign me and then you get a a record deal and international distribution. That's, that doesn't work. I don't think. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the thing is like, I also like this, I feel like, you know, this is something I had been thinking about for a while. So I've been building up my Twitter since 2019. Um, I only got it like two or three years ago and have just really been like, I want to just like build this platform up a little bit in music and in music spaces and build those connections early before I'm even thinking about pitching to a label. Wow. Um, Yeah, because that all of those things like really add up, you know? Um, Yeah, because it's one thing if like you're cold emailing someone and hoping that they're going to sign you from your demos. But it's another if you're like, building relationships with these people before you're even asking anything from them or, you know, trying to work with them or anything. That's it's, genius. And yeah. also it's like, I can't, I don't know. I can't speak for your label. I don't know if you've heard this from your label, but to be able to work with an artist who has their act together, who has studied a little bit about the industry, who has a social media presence that's, you know, older than a day old, you know what I mean? It's when you hear from these when, when you get demo submissions for people and they're totally disorganized and it's just like, I don't want to work with this person because I'm going to be essentially a parent, you know, as, a, as opposed to a partner. So yeah. to kind of, you know, to come up against an artist like you would, it would be like a dream, I think, for labels. It'd be very cool. Yeah. 
Oh, thank you. And I totally get what you mean because I also, my day job is I work at Refresh Records. I know you talked to Josh uh, on a few episodes ago. Oh, yes, I knew that. Of course I know that. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. So I I, am, oh my gosh. Yeah, no worries. Um, Yeah. And so now I'm like seeing those submissions like on our end from Refresh. Mm -hmm. And it's like really being able to see the difference between someone who like has a vision and idea and kind of like has put together some things that make it easier on our end to like support them versus someone who's like expecting a label to kind of do everything. And I think that's also like another misconception is like, just because you have a team or have a label, like that doesn't mean you're going to blow up overnight. There's still like a lot of work left to do on the artist end um, in terms of marketing and everything else. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really cool, like to have so many, um, and I, I feel like I've tried to do this to myself is to have so many like industry elements of industry experience and different working at interning at labels, now working at a label, being an artist, being on a label, uh, that's just gotta be really helpful for you that you've really seen all sides of the cube. Yeah, it's, um, been really, and I feel like I didn't have this like broader perspective of like the amount that I've learned over the years um, about the industry until like kind of recently and like helping some friends and like doing stuff at the label and being like, oh, I kind of know kind of what's happening and what we're talking about, you know, and having like, I was a talent buyer for a little bit at um, my college and like doing shows, doing live sound. Um, my last internship was in radio Mm. and so all of these different things like kind of coming together, um, but still like from a very DIY mindset, like, yeah, didn't go to music business school, um, mostly learned all of this, like on my own, um, using resources like yours. So yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Did you have, I can't remember, did you have a piece of work completed that you, uh, when you were reaching out to labels, like were you... Were you close to finish a final record? Yeah, so I knew it was going to be a full length. Um, I and I stated that in mm-hmm. like the pitches that I was doing. Um, but I only chose like three demos to send because I okay. know not everyone has like a full sure. time. But yeah, you know, after that, I did send the full record. Okay, <laughs> and so was it mix and mastered, or like was it essentially done on your that you had taken care of everything? Yeah, everything was fully mixed um, wow. when I sent it. Wow, that's cool. And that's um, also a nice thing for a label, I think, right? Yeah, to like really hear the full picture and yeah. not have to like worry about kind of what pieces are still moving. Yeah. Um, and knowing that like a project is finished and like ready for the next step. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you aware of the wait time that you were maybe getting yourself into if if you founded label as opposed to saying, okay, you had these mixes done and, and uploading them to DistroKid yourself? Yeah, I remember wanting to release my album by October of last year. Okay. Um, and then had that conversation of like, maybe October won't work and we pushed it back all the way to April oh of my this gosh. year. So when, sorry yeah. to interrupt you again. I, d- when did you finish the, when did you have the, the, the mixes done? I think May or June. Okay. I think, okay. oh, sorry. M- masters were done in May or June. May or June. So or May, July, yeah. Okay. So, so, um, 
so your mixes were probably a, a little bit earlier than me. Yes. And so you were thinking fall release. <laughs> okay. Yes. And now it's coming out in April. Yes. Okay. And the vinyl isn't coming until August of this year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's We submitted brutal. it in July of last wow. year. Wow. So, 13 months. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's still fingers crossed, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's really, yeah, that's interesting. So how does that, like, are you cool with that? Are you cool with, um, like the idea, you know, being a year from when the, the record was finished? Um, at first I was a little hesitant just because I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so old by the time it comes out. Yeah. What if people don't like it anymore? Right. Um, what if, you know, it's not a spring record? Um, cause right. I had a vision that it was going to be a fall record, but yeah. over time I like have kind of settled into it and kind of like how things are going and it's given, a lot of time for other things to kind of fall into place. Um, So kind of throughout the whole release, I'll also be touring on bass, like with two bands and playing solo at like a festival. So I'll be out on the road for like five months as the rollout's happening. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, it's kind of a trade-off, right? It's like, do I have the support of this amazing label and, and but have to wait eight months or do I do it myself and, you know, you get to release it on Bandcamp right now if you want it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've had friends who are like asking me kind of like weighing options like that. And um, I think it's really up to an artist at the end of the day and kind of what they want to do with their music. Like there's no option that's better or worse per se. Um, it's just like giving yourself the time and having the knowledge to like know what decision you want to make. Yes. Right, right, right. What about community? Because you had mentioned that a little bit. So, what have you what have you noticed or or, or felt a sense of community uh, as opposed to? And maybe you can answer this too from the community that you're involved with at Refresh. Um, but you know, as that community you get with being on a label with your label mates, as opposed to how lonely it can sometimes be as a an indie artist. Yeah, um, it's been really great. I think in like speaking to both of those um, different communities that overlap a little. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, But we on on Get Better, they've scheduled like a few different Zoom calls um, kind of talking about like social media best practices or like how do we deal with like COVID and like coming up with ideas kind of together about how we can um, support each other. Like a staff meeting. Kind of, but it's with... Yeah, it's like with people who work at the label and friends of the label um, and a lot of artists on the label, um, which is just, it's been really nice. And also getting that like FaceTime with people who you mostly just like see on a screen, you know? Yeah. Um, Or not on a screen, but like on, you know, Twitter Twitter. or someone's profile. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, So it's been, and I genuinely really like all of the people that I've met, you know, from that are on Get Better. And all of the people that I work with, um, having a lot of conversations, just like not even about, you know, business or music, um, just like really kind people um, who I trust a lot, which is, you know, I think I have been really lucky to have a lot of those like fall into places that are really supportive. But I know that the industry is not necessarily like that, you know. Right, right. Um, 
and feel really fortunate to like have that, you know, um, support for sure. Yeah. I, 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 sometimes I forget about that, you know, the community, I know we have the community of, there's a community of record label heads, you know, that's like the, the community I'm involved in, but I often forget what it must feel like for an artist to be on the label, to have the label heads who are, you know, mentoring or supporting. And then you have the label mates and, and even if they're worldwide that they can hopefully prop up your release and, and, you know, it can be a really beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's just like, expands your network. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's right. Uh, there is this, uh, vanity element to getting signed that we've all kind of felt or, or, you know, just feeling validated or more legitimate with a, a label logo. Uh, do you feel that in any way or is it just me? Like, is that something that you ever think about? Oh no, it's definitely been like super validating to have someone be like, invested in your mm -hmm. project yeah um yeah. you know and this was a project i didn't think was going to be much again like when i first email you i was just like i hope someone is willing to make like a few cassettes for me <laughs> <All right>. um <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 no and here we are here we are uh what do you okay so let's let's um let's update this timeline for a second here so the record's done in april we're talking right now in february this will probably be released in March. And so this is, I'm just trying to bring our listeners into this for a second. And so the record is at the pressing plan and it's now being teased to the, the public. I think there's a video tomorrow. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I'm excited to yes. see that. Every time I see a screenshot, I'm like, Oh great. It's out. Oh no. no <laughs> not out. Um, so anyway, but what is the role of an artist or, or what do you think or what are you doing as an artist right now in this limbo period uh, as your label is preparing the release? Like what's your role or, or how can an artist contribute to the promotional efforts? Yeah, I've been on social media a lot, just mm -hmm. trying to like logging back into my personal Facebook to like make a post, <laughs> you know, like really trying to like. So grandma sees it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like hitting all of those avenues that like yeah. sometimes you forget about. Yeah. Um, and just really making sure like, you know, online trying to promote, you know, because it's it's just helps so much more if it's not just your label if you're there too yeah, and promoting it like as much as you can. Um, oh shoot. I had a fresh question <laughs> off of my notes and, and then I was listening to you and I forgot it. Um, <laughs> oh shoot, 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 shoot. Oh man, this is bad radio. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, maybe it'll come back to me, but like, um, Talk to me about this, the the whole rollout process. Is there, um, oh, I'm just going to write it down because I remember it. Yeah. Um, talk to me about the rollout process. Like, do you, do you enjoy it? Do you like this lead up? Uh, are, are there things that like, do you like teasing the public and that kind of stuff? Yes and no. Um, it It's nice to like be engaged in like, feel like people listening to it and yeah. being like, okay, the music is out and people can hear it. Um, and it kind of like takes on a new life of its own because other people it's like out in the world. It's like not mine anymore. Um, but also I definitely enjoy like 
writing and recording much more. And I feel very zoomed out in mm-hmm. a way where it's harder to like get back to that place of like just writing individual songs and like just focusing on that because I'm like thinking about like things in a much broader conceptual visual sense. So I'm hoping to like, you know, by the end of this year, kind of put a cap on that and kind of be able to enter that, like to like zoom back in a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Does having the support of a label, having this validation, does it stimulate more creativity? Um, not at the moment. Well, I, I, I'm not quite sure. I think I'm a little, uh, stressed out about like how this, you know, focusing so much on trying to get like, you know, promo stuff and doing scheduling, you know, press and kind of all these other things that it's like been hard to just kind of be creative because it is very like businessy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I actually, I'm the same way. I like, I kind of go into seasons where I'm like, you know, put on a business suit and promote the record and, and writing a song is the furthest thing from my mind. And I feel like I can never do it again. And then all of a sudden you're in that beautiful creative space where you're just drinking coffee and writing lyrics and, and you, and you're like, I don't care if anyone listens to this, you know, you're almost like I can't really hold both at the same time. Same. Yeah. So I'm really excited to like get back to that (laughs) uh, place hopefully and not think about like a concept for an album (laughs) and can just like write a song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what expectations do you have? Uh, like how are you setting yourself up to not be disappointed come April or, or, uh, like what, what expectations do you have? Um, I, I'm d- being delicate here, but, uh, with your label, cause I know that there's a lot of like, sometimes like when I'm working with an artist, I forget to check in on them and to check in on their expectations. Cause otherwise, how do I know if we've, we've, I don't know what their, their level of success is or how they're measuring success. So have you had that conversation with get better or, or, or how are you kind of, uh, tempering your expectations? That has definitely been hard. Um, yeah, because, um, just kind of not knowing what to expect from this record because it's already in some ways like exceeded my expectations, but <laughs> right. I, you know, right. and, and to like trying to remember that too. Um, but also still wanting like, you know, the pitchfork review or the yeah. NPR thing, yeah. you know, yeah. like even though it's like, it doesn't necessarily mean anything, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like been a lot of balancing. I think it's definitely something I want to talk to them about, like, as it gets a little closer and kind of um, come April, kind of what that looks like. Um, but it'll be nice too to like be on tour until June and planning other tours, like hopefully this summer and like working on like another music video or something to like keep 
some of that creative energy, but also like building, like maintaining some of the momentum. So it's not just like a huge, like drop off. It's just like, okay, I've run out of stuff to like do and put out um, now that the album's out and I don't really know what to do with myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how we move the goalposts, eh? Like how, you know, you, you, you tweeted, you got signed by a great label, you're doing vinyl and now now all of a sudden you have new goals. (laughs) Yeah. It's so hard to stop and kind of say, wow, I'm really thankful for these things that have already happened. Oh yeah, absolutely. And just like, you know, I think the connections and the the friendships that I've made in this process are like, I mean, it feels like that's already, you know, success and winning. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I love Get Better. It, it, it's such a cool label. And uh, I think it's, I mean, it's, it looks like a great fit. Yeah. Uh, well, Victoria, so good to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was really great talking to you. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out this record that just that came out last year. But I mean, music is always relevant. So make sure you check out that record and check out um, their label, Get Better Records as well. This series is going on for the next four episodes. Some incredible artists coming up like Bartiz Strange and Weedis. So make sure you subscribe. Thank you so much for listening.